G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Another edition of the Thousand Jumpers podcast, and I think this episode I'm gonna call it therapy session. Um, you know, everyone goes through things, and some things we never really discuss on the podcast. But I just feel like doing the podcast gets us through things we're going through. So, therapy session. I just leave it like that. Also, shout out J and B Music. That's my dog. Three times. I remember when he like put it on SoundCloud and took it off, and I was like, "Why would he take it off? The record's fired!" So it's back. So yeah, that's the intro. That and shout out always my my bro KP Marino with the Thousand Jumpers theme song. It's so cool, Rob, that we have our own theme song. I don't I don't think you really understand. Like we can die today, yeah, nice. and we got a theme song, bro. I'll keep that in mind. What? <laughs> that was the wrong choice of words, but you get the point. Like that's it's fire. So I'm. I want to style them two, man. Um, yeah, you know, me, Jarrell, Dapper J, Dap, whatever you want to call me. My co-host, my bro, Rob, Black Rob, Bobby G, that dude with three first names. And here we are, man, another episode of the podcast. You, you. Yeah. So first things first, we're DC sports fans, um... We like the same teams, except you're a Nationals fan. I'm a Cat uh, Orioles fan, and we got destroyed last night. Like it was ten zero in the first inning. Thank Have God, won ten games yet. You said what? Have y'all won ten games yet? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. When you go down ten zero in the first inning, I was having flashbacks to that thirty three game. 
thirty to three. No, we, we lost thirty to three, guys. There's you no mercy rule. It happened. It was a double header. We lost thirty to three. I'll never forget that day. I sad. thought there was a mercy rule in baseball. No, they they scored thirty runs against us in baseball. Oh wow, we're twenty and seventeen. Yeah, we're over five hundred now. I don't. You can look at our record. We're trying. You guys are eight and twenty-seven. Again, we're trash. We we going through it, and as long as Machado is becoming a Yankee, I think I'll be okay. But yeah, enough about baseball. The Capitals, man, they finally did it, bro. Mm-hmm. Me, like I came home, and well, I don't even know what I was doing. Like I was going to go to bed, and we were in overtime. I didn't want to look at it. I was like, nah, because I told people at my job, I'm like, we're going to win this year. Like, I said it every year. I'm like, the years they expect us to win, we lose. They don't expect us to win this year, so we're going to win. It's like the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I woke up. I saw that LeBron had 30-piece, the cat, uh, the Cavs, the Raptors, which we'll get into shortly. And at the Sixers at one, I was like, man, forget them. Then I see Caps 2-1. I was like, yes, we did it. Let's go. It's our time. <laughs> so, yeah, we're winning it all oh, now. I'm, I'm going to say uh, And that's why I'm going to buy a hockey jersey. I'm going to get an Ovechkin with the Stanley Cup uh, stitching, the little patch. I'm going to get it. It's going to be fire. Man, that was that was a big deal because I, I was monitoring the series or whatever. And um, they were up 1-0. They beat us the first game. And I was like, up. Oh. Here we we seen again. this before. Right. And we won. It was 1-1. And then, did they win? No. And we won again. Yeah, it we was won. 2-1. We won I'm 2-1. like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, maybe we, we got a little something. Else. Then they won. And I was like, oh, this is that bullshit again. Like, they're going to come back and win this series. And then we won 6-3. And I was like, oh. Right. This is a really good time right now. We're up 3-2. I was like, we got, we can just close it out next game with some confidence. I went to work that day at UPS. And, um, and what's his face? Um, and, uh, we were, no, and I left my phone in my locker. So that's what you got to do. Um, when I came out, I looked at my phone and it was tied one one in overtime. And I said, "Yeah, this is when the bullshit happens." I said, "They're gonna beat us this game in this game six, and we're gonna be depleted and just deflated. And then they're gonna kill us in game seven. I'm gonna be sad again. Like even though I'm not like a super duper hockey fan, but man, the Capitals were supposed to win one like the last five years. So." Another second-round exit would have been sad, especially to the Penguins. But then we won, and I was a sight. I text Phil was cussing him out. Oh, I called him. I didn't call him because it was his birthday. Shout-out, Phil, man. Happy birthday. And I didn't, you know, I always did the group, do the group me picture. But then the next day, I, I had passed out, so I didn't get a chance to call him. So I left a voicemail, and I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, cats beat them Penguins. Take that, you know. Because when I went to visit Phil, they were, it was during the Stanley Cup Finals. And everyone in the city had their Penguins jerseys. Legit, this dude had an AI jersey on. Couldn't get into the bar we were getting into. These three dudes behind us had Penguins jerseys, and they all got in. I don't know what type of thing you want to use term, but yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like Pittsburgh. I love this, I'm cool with the Steelers. 
the pirates or whatever but i don't like the penguins like Sidney crosby annoys me he's just uh and like ovi's better than him but he got nothing to show for he don't have the olympic gold medal nor the stanley cup he got the mvps he's the greatest yeah, scorer of our generation he did the greatest goal ever in front of the goat in hockey <laughs> and nothing to show for it. So I'm glad we just kind of beat them, especially after they suspended my mans for three games. Now, granted, dude broke his jaw. That's a game. But three? Like, he wouldn't have been able – Tom Wilson wouldn't have been able to come back till game seven. How you get suspended three games for a hit? <laughs> you know how wild that is? That'd be like – that's like saying, too. yo, man, Sean Taylor cracked Youngin. We like, yeah, yo, he out unless we make it to the Super Bowl. For real? Like. Shoot, I'd rather that be that than the case we got now. Nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, like, yeah, that was, it was a big deal. Um, a lot of people joking around with me. They're like, man, this, y'all don't even watch hockey. I'm like, you don't understand the DC sports curse and like everything that comes with it. No, I definitely feel you. I definitely so, feel you. I told you, I said this was a year about uh, that we start, that we take everything. Yeah. And the Capitals are going to win, then the Nationals are going to win the um, World Series, and then the Redskins, we got Alex and if we get to back to the playoffs, we're going to go and challenge for that Super Bowl, we're going to win that too. I've tried to be humble and say we're just going to you know, go to the playoffs, but no, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And then the Wizards are going to make good offseason moves. That's all we go for with the Wizards. We'll, we'll address them another episode. But nah, if, if the Caps win, I mean, now it's, it's like with, with Manning in 06. Like, 06 was his least talented team out of the early Colts years when it was 03, they're going to the Super Bowl. 04, they're going to the Super Bowl. 05, they're going to the Super Bowl. 06 was like, these dudes aren't going to the Super Bowl. And then they went and won. It's like, yo. They that team, so yeah, and, if we um, can get one, I'm cool. Like we need that one. They said we hadn't had a, a conference finals appearance in 20 years. It was the that was the biggest drought out of any city that had the three major teams. Yeah, man, um, it was. It's been sad for us, man. We always get to the playoffs, you know, and then we just lose. Like we never felt that super feeling of overcoming, you know, the, like getting will to greatness. Like we never felt that. No, I, I agree, man, and um, I'm I'm proud to say the least. Like Ovi, I mean, even one of our city's greatest athletes, and for him, he he had the Chris Paul effect. He never made it past the second round. Yeah, man. And you can say with Chris, Chris was rarely favored to make it to the Western Conference Finals, but we were chosen to uh, win that. the title year in and year out, and just didn't do it. No, I think all the conference finals jokes really came to head when they blew that 3-1 lead. Yeah. To Josh Smith and the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yep. Um, like, that was because, I mean, no one really faulted them. Um, 
of faulted him for not making the conference finals in New Orleans. New Orleans had a severely under-talented team compared to a lot of those Western Conference teams, and he was winning regardless. In fact, the year that Kobe Bryant won his MVP, you could definitely make a very, very easily strong case that Chris Paul should have deserved that MVP. Me personally, I would have given it to Wade. But yeah, you know, that's fair too. Whatever. But, um... I mean, Chris Paul was amazing in Norman, so no one really um, expected him to win that much with Tyson Chandler or Mecca Okafor or Pages Stoyakovich, who was 99 years old, you know? Bum David West. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no one, so, but when he went to, he, he went to LA, everybody's like, alright, now they see him, you know, producing everything, it's like, alright, these guys are going, he's going to get to the conference finals now. You know, but things would happen. And like, at first they had a couple of fluke things and you could be like, oh, okay, maybe this is why they didn't win. Blake wasn't 100%. Chris Paul didn't play this game or something. Donald Sterling. That too. But then, and it was the whole, the Clippers, we hadn't even seen the Clippers be good ever. So it was like, as long as they're making the playoffs, that's an accomplishment. It yeah. was real. It came to a realization when they were up three one against the Rockets, and we all realized that the Clippers had literally done nothing since Chris Paul had got there. Like they got to the playoffs, but they had done nothing like magical. And we're like, oh, so I guess this is the chance we see them in the conference finals. And then they were up three one, and then somehow they lost. They just lost. Yeah, man. And then that's when I was like, oh no. Nah. This is I feel like this year we just removing jokes, you know. Chris Paul not making the conference finals. Philadelphia Eagles having no Super Bowl rings. Like, yeah. it's just a, it's a new time, man. Future folks will never know. And Chris did it with forty-seven and ten. Yeah, he made sure with no turnover in this game. Like, Chris didn't. He was not even about to go near that rabbit hole. He was like, fam. We win in this joint because they win this because that's the thing. The team like Utah, they're always in whatever game they play because they have great defense. Like, so they always can win any game they're in. But Chris Paul has this business, man. It's going to be an entertaining conference finals. Yeah, it should be. I'm intrigued. But yeah, you know, big shout out to the Caps because, again, it's either Ovechkin or Crosby as the best yeah. player. And Ovechkin's leap years ahead, if we're talking talent, but he never could do it. And he never made the conference finals. So the fact we're in it, I think we're hungry enough. Like, I don't right. know, we're saying leap years ahead, but I think he's better. He's better. a singular player, but Sidney Crosby's a bad mother. He is. I can only say that because we won. I don't <laughs> like Crosby, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be nice because they say if you don't have nothing nice, they don't say it at all. So I'm gonna be nice. I don't, I don't like Crosby. He's a great player, definitely first ball, like all that. I, I don't like Sidney Crosby. <laughs> That's the dude I just don't like, you know. So I'm glad we did what we did. Suit the, you know, Alexander Ovechkin, rest of the Washington Caps, Barry Trotz, all them dudes, man. We here, bro. It's our time. So I'm proud. All right, speaking of NBA playoffs, the. Eastern or Western or the Western Conference Finals is set. Warriors defeated the Pelicans. Um, 
the Rockets defeated the Jazz, so the West is set. LeBron is waiting on either the Sixers to pull off the greatest comeback we've ever seen or the Celtics to go again. You know, with mm-hmm. a good team, but the team's still missing out on people. So um, I guess their game's with tonight. I think Philly makes it interesting. Yep. I think Philly makes it interesting, but the Celtics, I think the Philly is going to win this game, and then the Celtics are going to win the next game. I just kind of see how that's where it's going. Because if we're talking talent, I feel like Philadelphia is more talented than this current uh, Celtics team. Just Celtics got a better coach, and they know how to scheme better. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I like I said, I told you, a great coach could take out the talent. And they knew the easiest easiest thing they could take away was Ben Simmons because he couldn't score the ball. Like, And they played very well on offense. And Philly is a young team, so they get stuck in doing things that they shouldn't. Like, when, like I said, when the Celtics came back that game, they should have stopped shooting all those threes. But they're young, so they just kept chucking. Um, I think they play with a lot of heart and, you know, tenacity in game four. I don't think it was big words. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> now I'm going to just stop talking. <laughs> but, um, like I said, I think they play with a lot of heart and tenacity. I don't think they played, you know, absolutely great game four as far as like efficiently or like running plays or things, but like they played tough. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, I mean, they came out and they're like, they're, the whole playoff run. So it's not like they've just been solved and lack of. No, I think, I think this series, they have, they've played entitled this series. I think against the Heat, they played like the better team, but you can tell that they wanted it. They wanted to get that first playoff series win. And they were like, this, we need to do this because this is a point in our, like, the process has been expedited. We're here now. We can legit make some noise. We have to get this. And they did. I think against the Celtics, they were like, okay, you saw them beat the um, Bucks, but the Bucks have less talent than us. They got Giannis. We got Ben Simmons. After that, what they got Middleton, Bledsoe, yeah. Parker. We got Embiid, who's better than all of them. <laughs> like, arguably combined. <laughs> but, um... Plus, you got Sarge and Covington, et cetera, J.J. Reddick, whatever. So I think they came through like, yeah, we, we already got the first dub, so we just go and play how we played before and do it again. And Celtics are like, okay, no, no, you're not. Right. No, that's fair. And they got Marcus Smart back right on time. Absolutely. Like, I think I think Philly wins tonight, though. I saw I saw something, and I shout out my boy Sykes. He he said it's too early, but I don't know if it was too early. It was like they need um, folks to be folks if this team wants to go to the next level. And what I tell people at work, I'm like, folks is in the unusual predicament as a number one overall pick. Usually, a number one overall pick is supposed to save the franchise. He already has two guys there who. Ceiling, in my opinion, whose ceilings will be much higher than his. All Foles really has to do is get buckets. Like, he can do more, obviously, his game. He can do more, but the role in that team, I just got to dominate my position and, and drop 20. If yeah. I do that, and if I can create my own shot, because 
how you said this, the Celtics are neutralizing Simmons so that way even if MB does go all they're neutralizing him like Ben Simmons had one point in a playoff game mm-hmm. like, that's crazy bro meanwhile Fultz is going to be their slasher he'll be the guy who can who can get his own shot get you like 20-25 if he can do that then you got to use that attention that you used on Simmons on Fultz which allows Simmons to be the maestro and they can run mm-hmm. the pace and they'll win the game so and it's also interesting that you know the Celtics drafted Tatum instead of Fultz and you know how that went and Tatum is balling and Fultz is kind of just sitting there and I feel like yeah. Fultz long term will be fine and I feel like he'll be that slasher and once he becomes who I think he can be and who I think he believes he can be yeah it's a wrap for the East but right now yeah. I think that's what they're missing the most not having that score that threat that third option yeah um like you said, like when Embiid's getting 30 and 15, but Simmons can't consistently score with 10 points. Like, it's hard for the 76 to win because Simmons is so integral to their um, success. It's not just him scoring, it's him attacking. Like, officially attacking, like with the threat of actually scoring. It opens up passing lanes for him. You know, it opens up shots for his teammates by him getting so much attention. They completely shut that down except for game four. And you can see, like, he's forcing passes. Like, he's making bad decisions. He's playing timid on offense. Um, like, it's just, it has not been a good series for him. But, I mean, he's young. Like, this is his first true NBA season. Right. On the court. So, like, you can't really necessarily fault him for being that way. But, I mean, hey, I do think Fultz is the key. I've been saying that. Like, Fultz is, he needs to be, he he needs to be him. He needs to be who they drafted. Exactly. He doesn't need to be the savior. All I do is get buckets. But the thing is, I think he'll be, um, they're going to put him over them because, I mean, buckets pay the bills. Like, there's people who score buckets and don't do anything else that were the best player on the team. You know, they had other complete players on the team. Like, Michael Red on the Bucks, he was getting 25 a game just because he could score. He could do zero anything else but score. The best player, man. Like, I think Fultz is, I think Fultz is a 23-point scorer. Like, consistently. And I don't even know what position he plays. Who, Fultz? Fultz will be the two-guard. Yeah, well, I mean, because obviously Ben is going to run the point. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, I don't know if they bring him as the one off the bench as a six man. I think they or bring uh, they start him. They bring TJ off the bench because mm. he's an actual point. Folks could be that. Folks, I think Folks could be the, in the Lou Williams role, but I think Folks is is so much better than Lou Williams. I agree. Like, and I don't think that's a shot towards Lou Williams. I think Lou Williams has played great in the last, especially the last few years. But, like, I don't think his talent level is the same as folks. Especially not the healthy folks. That's fair. So, before we get into this GOAT, um, this GOAT conversation, we... And, and guys, I really want you to know we've had this conversation so many times. If I had a dollar for every time we've we've had it, we probably could fund a trip out the country somewhere. <laughs> Let, let's talk about this Shaq 
Charles Barkley, uh, I guess, heated debate that they had on uh, Inside the NBA last night. You're a Shaq guy. I tell people all the time. I told my girl this. I'm like, yo, if I got robbed to meet Shaq, I don't think he ever would slander me ever again. He just let me live. So I know you're biased towards Shaq. I'm going to try to get the clip and edit it in here. It's not true. Me and Pat Riley never saw eye to eye and what happened to my man Wayne. So it's not true what you're saying. No, well, you it's not to, true what you're saying. Not true. I'm just letting you know what you was the man on that team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what? That's my point. That's my point. I'm saying with your best point. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to championship. I'm just telling you something. Stop baby. Wayne with you that champion. No matter how much you scream you loud, that does not make you right. You're wrong in the city. And I tell you ain't wicked. Yeah, you was yeah. a baby. Stop no, babying no, these no, players. Not baby, no player. He don't play. Uh, no, he don't play. He got to sit his ass down. But period. Uh, he got to repair. He, he ain't got to repair that's nothing. He got to stop babying these players. You got, got baby. That's no, why you he, ain't win. He got to. Pre- I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have so Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you don't want to play? Because I got three finals in BP, Chuck. Because you Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? Google me. You a great player? You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to No, he got to repair nothing. He got to step up and play. What is your take on what they were arguing about? Did you agree with Barkley? Did you agree with Shaq? Did you agree with neither of them? What they arguing about? What, what when um, Chuck said about that you can't win with your two best players being in the backcourt? No, when he was talking about the coach not having a good relationship. Oh, that um, argument they had yesterday that's been going everywhere. Um, they had like a couple of clips. But, but um, this is the main one. Um, I think. I mean, you don't have to be. Yeah, you don't have to be. You know, all buddy buddy with a coach. Like as long as you go out there and play hard and win. Like I don't. Larry Brown and AI didn't have the greatest of chemistry all the time, and they won games. Like. Like Shaq said, him and Pat Riley didn't have the greatest relationship. But then Barkley was like, "Oh, you are the role best." Player. It was D Wade's okay. team. I know what Shaq said. He's like, "Yeah, I was a role player." I think he's just saying that Wade was, you know, the main focus. But let's not forget, Shaq was an MVP candidate in Miami, so he wasn't no Tyson Chandler role player. Like, let's not forget, he destroyed Detroit in the conference finals. That got them to the finals and got double teamed the whole NBA finals because they knew what was up. But I digress. What, by Eric Dampier? <laughs> Him and Jop, and they rotated Dirk on them. So that was three seven footers. So what, stop one Dirk, day. Dampier, and what was it? Uh, was it and Josh Jop. Howard? Nah, and Jop. The singer Jop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's when Wade bought out from games. And then, yeah, he, he kept driving to the hole with no one there to stop him. They kept having to follow him. <laughs> like, wherever Shaq went, the paint went. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, I don't think you, I don't think you need to have the greatest of relationship, but you, I don't think it helps you to have that, an adversarial relationship. And, and for the sake of argument, do you, do you agree with people chiming in on championship mentality if they never won a championship? Yeah, because I don't think – I think championship mentality is something that is, like, it's kind of overrated. Like, people always say championship mentality. Like, are you saying because I haven't won one, I don't have a championship mentality? 
Like, there's people who play great basketball, who know that role and play great, but maybe they can't impact the game as much as others. Like, okay, LeBron James can impact very, almost every aspect of the game at any moment. If LeBron never won a title, then maybe, yeah, you could say he didn't have championship mentality. But a player like Allen Iverson, who played his heart out, are you saying he didn't have championship mentality because he couldn't single-handedly beat the 2000-2001 Lakers, who had lost zero games up to that point? Like, is that what you're saying? Like, are you saying that Gary Payton didn't have championship mentality until 2006? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that you can't even say that. That just sounds so, stupid So to when me. Shaq does the argument with, I got rings, you don't. You it's funny. Work. It's hilarious. But um, that don't really mean anything. There's mad players with rings that don't have half the basketball IQ as players that don't. Like, um, like I said, I think there is a certain thing that you do understand about ring. Like, if Shaq was talking about repeating and how to play, you know how to keep your team focused on that. Then yeah, he would have that advantage over Barkley because he repeated twice, right? And Charles Barkley didn't do it once, so he'd be like, "Yes, fam, I know, I know these things." So there is a certain level of wisdom and knowledge, obviously, that come with winning those titles. But I don't believe in necessarily like like vague statements like championship mentality. Even though I think people like Carmelo Anthony might not have a championship mentality. <laughs> like, I'm not coming off the bench. Like, bro, did you see what you did last year? So I'm paying you $20 million to do that. You coming off of wherever we want you to. No, that's fair. You no, better I mean, come I, out I'm the rafters. I'm definitely with you. This is funny because I spoke with um one of sports reporters at my job, and we were legit talking about them yesterday. And then this this happened, so it was like it's mm-hmm. kind of prophetic. So um, definitely, I thought it was interesting. So now let's let's get to this debate. Um, really, since '98, yeah, since '98, people have been trying to find a, a heir apparent. Well, before '98, because they thought Harold Miner was going to be Jordan. Uh, <laughs> there's always been a. a a search to find the heir apparent. You know, it was Vince Carter at one point. That's in VC. Let's it not was, forget. It was Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. It was LeBron. I'm trying to think. Is there anyone mm-hmm. else? There's it. Jerry Stackhouse. Stackhouse is one, yeah. But the more, the, the last two being, you know, Kobe and LeBron have been two who are. What we have deemed worthy to at least kind of have that conversation. Kobe's retired and, and Kobe's doing Kobe things. You definitely, people need to look out his little show about him breaking down film and stuff. It's really informed. informed. He that little show. <laughs> oh, I mean, he got the show on ESPN Plus. Like, just check it out. He but, like a little show. <laughs> I mean, he's not getting little checks, so <laughs> you don't care what I say about it. Alright, you know, Kobe crazy. He's going to do a whole show on you. <laughs> that would be the coolest yet humbling yet disappointing thing I've like, ever been Here's what you did wrong when Bobby George hit that floater on you. He's not going <laughs> to talk about them two crazy threes that was so perfect and Kobe-like. You could have hit 400 three-pointers if I hit 401 and went. No one cares. <laughs> anyway. Shout out to Tony Parker. He taught me that move. <laughs> Um, you know, LeBron, 
the last, especially the last few years, he's um, inching closer and closer, in my opinion. And everyone has an opinion. If is he better than Jordan? Is he not? You know, some people. I just want people to say, even if he were to reach that level, would we actually give him that credit, or would we be like, nah, hate? I just don't know. Like the only one oh. we've actually given up the title to in real time was the greatest shooter. Like it was a legit Ray Allen for one year, and by 2015, it was Steph Curry, and it was just like, yep, Steph Curry. Yeah, because there was there's not a. Um time limit they're not a benchmark on the greatest shooter like you just have to be amazing like and obviously that's you know hard to do but like like with jordan the moment you lose two finals they're like oh fuck out of here you ain't michael jordan like kobe lost that first finals he was like he ain't who we thought he was then when he lost to the celtics niggas was like all right bro this is the nigga like he cool like he nice but like he ain't jordan like Man, like LeBron got swept by the Spurs after leading people like me to the NBA Finals, and they were like, I don't know. I don't think Jordan would have lost that one. <laughs> like, I do think, and there's also a difference between better and great and greater. Yeah, that's true. Like, is Peyton Manning a better quarterback than Tom Brady? Like, if you go by mechanics, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's got a stronger arm, greater accuracy. I mean, the read, the quarterback IQ of Peyton Manning's out through the roof. I was saying with Tom Brady, but, like, just even the physical attributes he has. Him. Like, but is he a greater quarterback? No. Tom Brady's got way more rings, much more successes. And that's less failures. Me and the uh, sports reporter Rob, he's from Chicago, so obviously he's biased. But I was like, let's look at football. You know, Brady. I mean, I'm like, you look at Joe Montana. He was quintessential, the greatest quarterback ever, right? Four Super mm-hmm. Bowls, no losses, three MVPs, ten touchdowns, zero interceptions, right? Brady lost. I mean, to me, if he had won in '07, he'd be the greatest, just off strength alone, right? But he loses the next two. Then he wins against Seattle. He's still not considered the greatest. People say he's great. They don't think he's the greatest. Mm-hmm. For him to not only win the fifth one against Atlanta and to win in the fashion he wanted in was like, yeah, he's the GOAT. Yeah, like at that point, there's a certain – the also edge he has is that he has more than Montana. He's got five, right? Yeah, he's five now. Like, he's got five. Montana's four. So four and over is great. But five and two is obviously a worse record. But I have five of them, though. Right. Even him losing this and year. And I got the two Even more times. Even him losing to Philly this year. He's still the GOAT. Yeah, like, what's waste five and three now? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's still like, the GOAT. It's like he got there again. Like, and that's the and that's what LeBron's, that's the path LeBron's taking. He's like, you six and oh, but if I keep getting there. Like, all I have to do is win. Like, like I have to just win. Like, and the thing, but the problem is, is it's not always hate of LeBron. It's a lot of it is nostalgia. Like, you're not going to convince my dad that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. And that's what I'm saying. And like, it, wouldn't, it doesn't matter what LeBron does in year 45. He's like, Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. No. But it's like, um, I think we've seen LeBron just do better things. For a longer period of time, but I just think Jordan was so. I think that's also the problem with it is when you're discussing greatness, 
and who's the better player. So I know for a fact for me, especially when it comes to Shaq, I put prime Shaq against a lot of people. I say, hey, yeah, Tim Duncan had a better career, or yeah, Kareem had a better career, or yeah, Wilt had better numbers. But like, if you're saying who, what center are you taking? What big man are you taking over prime Shaq? No one. Like, and that means he's better than you. Like, at his best, he was better than you at your best. And you can't really definitively say that LeBron at his best was better than Jordan at his best. Right. Because LeBron's best is what, 2012, 2013? That's his best years? Athletically and just overall, like 2012, Bron was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Jordan's best to me, I would say '88 was the beginning. But if you want to say '32, '88, and eight, right? Hmm? That's the '32, '88, and eight, right? Yeah, when he was MVP, Defense Player of the Year. Yep. Or I would say '93. Like the man averaged 41 in the NBA Finals, bro. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, didn't LeBron do that? Forty-one and no, he did not do he that. He did that in the um, first um, finals of the Warriors. He did something crazy, like thirty-three in something. Nah, I think I it think wasn't forty, did, like, Rob. You would have remembered if it did. was forty-one, bro. It wasn't that. Like, yeah, um, it was thirty. I'm not saying he averaged like fifteen points, but then I was speaking to a uh, big homie, my OG, like Wilson, and he had me crying, laughing in the car when he was. We had the Jordan LeBron debate, and you know, for people who live it, I always want to ask them um, their opinion. And he was like breaking down the the numbers and the averages of Jordan's teams, and he was saying Jordan won with this, like they was trash. And but most players did was trash. I'm like LeBron's one with trash team too, like but Jordan, all his teams, like you look at just points, they weren't great, and we had a real good debate. And it was real interesting. I, I told him like to me. And I've told you, I said, if LeBron beats this Warriors team with this current roster, he's the greatest basketball. Like, if he plays Houston and beats Houston, I mean, he'll still be great. But to me, that wouldn't be, like, that merit, you know? Styles make fights, like you say. To me, Houston is an all-time great team to me. Houston is a—so if Houston beats the Warriors with KD, they're not an all-time great team. They what are you be? saying? How, no. how are you? How are you then saying if LeBron beats them? Then if LeBron beats the Warriors, they're all time great team, right? He beat them. But if the Rockets beat them, they're another all time great team. Okay, okay, check, check, check me out, right? Check me out. I'm gonna compare it to football. So you know how, like in the '70s, it was Cowboys Steelers. Every time they played, it was like, yo, these are the two best teams. Okay. Clear in whoever wins is the best, and the Steelers in the seventies would win it. That year, the Steelers played the Rams. The Rams beat Dallas. The Rams were an all-time great team. They just beat them. Now, granted, yeah, you know, one game. And I was about to say, you want me to? That's the difference, you know. But e- even it, okay, check me out, right? Jordan beat great teams, right? But he never mm-hmm. beat a team with a great center. In ninety-four, ninety-five, okay. those in the finals, in the finals. Okay, the King. Was Who has LeBron beat with a great center? No one. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, Tim Duncan is the best power forward ever, but, yeah, center-wise. And he was 40. 
He still was the best power. For I'm saying he wasn't great anymore. He was good. He wasn't great. He was he great in 07. Yeah, and he lost. I mean, and LeBron lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wasn't great in 2013 or 14, and he still lost one of them. So, I say all I had to say, like... I looked at Jordan's stat. In Jordan's third year, that's when he dropped 37 a game. Which is ridiculous. Like, do you understand the dominance of seeing a 6 wing guard playing, dropping 36, 37 a game? Like, but I think, that you want me to tell you the difference of it is? In the errors? In Jordan's era, every team had, like, one star player. And a lot of other, maybe, and if you were lucky, you had two. Some had, you know, three with, um, you know, Showtime Lakers, Boston's big three. But, um. And the Sixers. With who? With Moses, and then at the end, Barkley? Eh, but they didn't win anything with Barkley. Yeah, but when they won, it was Dr. J and Moses. Yeah, that's two. I'm saying, yeah. But, um. But so for the most part, Jordan only had to be better than the best player on that team. Like if you stepped on the court with Jordan in the in the finals, guess what? All I had to all he had to do was be better than your best player. Like he didn't have to face people who had four four stars on the team when he only had one, which was himself, or him and Pippen versus five other guys. Like, but th- but with LeBron. He's clearly the best player in every finals that he's ever been in. Like, except you could argue 2007. Maybe Duncan's still a better player. But, I mean, I don't think so. Um, but that's the thing. That Spurs team had Manu, Parker, and Duncan. Like, that um, Spurs team later... Duncan, Manu, Parker, and Kawhi. Kawhi, the Ra- the Warriors, Steph, Clay, Dre, then Steph, Clay, Dre again, then Steph, Clay, Dre, KD. Like, and at first he had just him because Ke- Kevin Love and um, Kyrie got injured. Then he beat them when he had the same amount, and then they got another one who happened to be the second greatest player in the league, and he lost. Now he's gonna face them again with one. But yeah, if he beats, if if the Rockets were to beat the Warriors, I feel like the Rockets. I don't see the Rockets beating LeBron. And on one end, you do have LeBron being unstoppable, and they have nobody to guard. They have nobody to guard him. On the other end, who are the guards on the Cavs? No, I feel you on that. (laughs) Name me one person on the Cavs that can stop James Harden. Especially the foul calls he gets. I've never yeah. seen someone get that many fouls. Yeah, let LeBron get two fouls in the first quarter. Watch how the Raptors, watch how the Rockets beat them by 40. No, I feel you. Like, you take LeBron off that court, James Harden goes for 50 every game. I mean, LeBron went at the average 40, 44, 45 minutes. But like, I, feel like he no. could, I feel like he could beat them. <laughs> I mean, it's games. more feasible. It's more feasible, yeah, because they don't have KD cleaning up all the messes. There's no one like LeBron. LeBron's going to average something ridiculous. You're going to be like, yeah, LeBron's really the best dude. But LeBron has, to me, beat the Warriors. They're the LeBron, better team. If LeBron beats the greater the team. They're the greater team, but if you lose in a seven-game series, I think that team that beat you is the better team. Yeah. 
they're better than you. I'm not saying that they might but not be better than another team, but that, they're better than I'm you. That, that's all I'm saying. It's like, you know, the Warriors beat you the Mavericks. You can't be an all-time great seven. team if you lose. They beat them, but they realistically, they weren't the best team. Nah, if you don't get to the NBA Finals, you're not an all-time great team. Because like, there was another team that solved that problem. I wouldn't say that because there was some great team that just, well, like in the what? East, all of them eventually did make it to the finals, just not in the years they wanted to. But in the West, there's teams that never made it to the finals. The Kings never made it. Okay. And the Timberwolves never made it. The Timberwolves won their all-time great team. And KG <laughs> and Wally Zerbiak, man, it was going. Like, well, your second in command is Wally Zerbiak. We don't, we don't have to speak anymore. Wally Zerbiak was cold, man. Yeah, he was. He could shoot, and that was it. But I was, uh, me and Wilson, we did have a, the agreement. I was like, to me, the best team that he played, Jordan did, that 93 Suns team. No, the best team he played was the Supersonics. Nah, man. Bro, Sean Kemp manhandled Hakeem Olajuwon to get there. And then he, and then Gary Payton shut down Jordan for four games in a row. Well, Sean Kemp manhandled Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean Kemp really manhandled anybody. <laughs> but that Suns team, like, they had zero defense. Son, Dan Marley was incredible <laughs> on defense, bro. I'm just saying he was an incredible basketball player. I didn't I'm gonna say tell you like this, fam. You got no defense. You going against the greatest scorer of all time. I think you're gonna lose that. Meanwhile, <laughs> Peyton, I mean, he did limit Jordan, but they still won. They were up three zero, and he had his worst finals he ever had. No, they was up two zero. They up three zero. Three zero. Well, okay, whatever. But they won two straight on them. Okay, on a team that won seventy two games. And if they had, and if they had Peyton on the whole series, mmm, mmm, what happens? Same. Yeah, but it, it was a really good debate, you know. To me, I, I say LeBron's there. He, he's he's gaining fast, like how Wayne, Prime Wayne was doing on his all-time status <laughs> in rap history. But to me, he has to beat that Warriors team. He beats that Warriors team. I'll say it. And if he beats the so. Warriors team, there's nobody. There's nobody. You can't deny him being better than. Jordan. He beat a 73-win team. You do realize that if the Warriors beat LeBron, they're the greatest team of all time. They won 73 games, and they beat LeBron James in the finals. And then Steph Curry would be the best player in basketball. And there would be nothing you can say about this man and that team. You literally could be like, okay, the Bulls won 72 games. Well, they won 73. The Bulls beat Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Dope. The Warriors beat LeBron James. Then we will legit be talking Steph Curry versus Jordan. Like that's that's where it yeah. Would go. But because guess what? I have two MVPs, a unanimous MVP, and I just won seventy three nine won a title. Yeah, we having yeah. that talk. But guess what? Yeah, it's the same thing about what I said. Brady LeBron and stopped them. If Brady won in 07, the 07 Patriots are the greatest team ever. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach ever. 
all in one moment. They lose. It takes Brady a decade later to get that. You want me to want me to, want me to tell you the difference? No, no, want me to factor in this for you? No, Eli Manning would be the, considered the greatest quarterback of all time if he had Peyton Manning's regular season stats and beating Tom Brady in that moment in pursuit of perfection. That would be him saying, "I'm the best." But what instead, he doesn't have Peyton Manning stats in the regular season. But he had he has, stats that season. No, I'm That's saying, even now, though, he beat Brady twice. No one says he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. Who? Eli Manning. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But the difference is LeBron has those stats in the regular season. He's got those numbers. And he beat that team. How is he not the best? Because you got delusionists saying that Kyrie should have won MVP when LeBron led in every category the entire Kyrie did what he's supposed to do, scoring the ball. Kyrie's a professional scorer who had no other duties but to score the basketball. And play marginal defense. Played eight seconds of defense and won a ring. Kevin Love is defensive player of the year until he's not anymore. (laughs) That's the only flash of defense he's ever played. (laughs) Won a unanimous MVP in the NBA Finals in the biggest moment ever, and he shut him down. It's a sad day in my life. <laughs> I thought he was gonna make it. Too. I was like, oh, he got Kevin Love. I thought he gonna make him dance. <laughs> and then Love was like locked down. Love locked down. <laughs> I saw someone like, I wish Love played more defense, because when he would block people's shots, it would say rejected by Love. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. <laughs> Of That's dope. I didn't. I didn't come up with it for the record. I will say, if he did get blocks like that, his outlet passes after them joints would be amazing. They would. And speaking of love, so and I'm, my girl's gonna get the the run for this. So my girl's like, you know, I should put in a relationship on Facebook. She's been telling me this on and off for like months. <laughs> But I never did it. So I'm off today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I did it. And my goal was to, like, try to make it as discreet as possible. That didn't work out well. I hit it from my timeline, but on the news feed, it's there. So I dozed off. I woke up. I was like, how did Wilson rob Taylor and her friend comment on the same video or post? Did they tag me or something? Then I look at it, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, this wasn't supposed to be a thing. But, um, yeah. That was hilarious. Who posts that they're in a relationship? should never be a real thing. Like, yeah. that was that was like high school years. I remember when one of my exes, I took her, I switched her up for another girl. And we had already broken for like a month and a half. And she's like, oh, you going to take me off of Facebook? I was like, girl, we broke up for a month and a half. <laughs> Are you mad at me? She's like, I ain't going to talk to you ever again. I was like, we haven't talked in a month and a half. What are you talking about? No, I ain't going to lie. When I took my ex off Facebook, fam, that stuff was crazy. <clears throat> when I and, and you know what, Jax, I'm talking about. That college. Like, <clears throat> yo, that my phone blew up, bruh. They was like, yo, what happened, bruh? You good, fam? Like, was that flowers? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Was, I didn't post. I don't think I posted college on Facebook. Yeah, that would be. I posted why. the pictures like they knew it was it was there. 
But I'd never like say it was official. But yeah, high school, yeah, it was bad. And then she got the worst of it. And I felt bad. Like it, it just was bad. Mm-hmm. It makes things more dramatic. It's like that's what you stay single. I can understand if you're married. But even then, who cares? Like they'll know you're married. <laughs> the people who need to know know. Yeah, I guess. But I mean like story, it's easy. Peer pressure sucks. Yeah, you gotta stop giving into that, man. I, I gotta do better, man. For the hood, man. <laughs> stop. Every time I say hood, I think of that uh, that uh, Wayne and Briscoe record, uh, New Cash Money. Like the whole hood, the whole mob. <laughs> Is that the one where he lied to us? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Young Briscoe, the New Cash Money. New. The new. Hood, the whole mob. He on Love and Hip Hop, I think. Fam, no. <laughs> no, not no, like Love and Hip Hop Miami or something. Yeah. No. I'm sad now. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. Is that the same Briscoe? Didn't he get robbed and shot us or stuff? I have no idea. I keep seeing, right? I don't know why my timeline thinks I should. I want to know random stories about Briscoe, but they keep telling me. So yeah, and also I'm gonna probably do all my shout outs. Excuse me, but this day represents two things. One, shout out my our boy Marcel. You know, he turns twenty four, so salute to Marcel. Mm. But also this day three years ago, I graduated from A and T man. Mm. That was a great day, bruh. And I tell people all the time, I was ready to cry and it never came, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it never came. And I'll say this, like, and people still don't believe me to this day. When they call my name, like Jarrell Melvin Leaper, mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything. Like mm-hmm. the sound, like when I told you the sound went out for Migos, and you couldn't hear, I couldn't hear anything. I didn't hear no applause. Mm. I just kind of like, one, I wanted to make sure I didn't fall, because that would have been horrible. <laughs> And then I just kind of like froze a little bit, like I'm really here. I ain't point up to the sky like I thought I was going to, and it was just like wow. And as I'm walking away, that's when I was able to hear sound. But for those like ten, fifteen seconds, no sound, bruh, no sound. So yeah, I feel like in my last greatest moments, I can't really hear anything. It just happens, <laughs> and then once it's over, I'll hear again. Like when Beast Mode did that Beast Quake run. He didn't hear anything until he got to the end zone. It was like, oh, I guess somebody <laughs> did something dope. Like, that's how I felt. So when I saw that story, I was like, I'll feel you, bro. Like, when I graduate, I ain't heard nothing. So just kind of wild. I look back, like, three years ago, I did that and was wondering what I was going to do. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm still climbing up the ropes, which is kind of cool to think about. Mm. You did have an endearing nice. tweet. I'll never forget that. You was like, man... I told you, man, I had the vision, and you fulfilled it, bro. It's like, bro, man, I love my <laughs> job, man. man. Like, it was, that was a great moment for me to see. Yeah, that was dope, man. <sighs> so before we get up out of here, we got to talk about this music. First things first, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, whatever you want to address him as, is a brilliant everything whatever he's whatever he does he's good at great at sorry he's great at and 
he was on Saturday Night Live. Obviously, I didn't watch because you know I have a bedtime and I work on weekends again. And um, I get to work, and people were like, "Yo, this is America." You see, and I'm like, "I'm watch it." And I hear, I hear it's going back to the original music, like from because the internet and camp and royalty, where he's singing, not funk singing, which funk is cool. He won the Grammy for it. Redbone is lit, you know what I'm saying? But three thousand and five. Uh, you know, Oakland, like that's what I like. Pink toes, and he's singing, so I'm hearing melodies. I'm like, okay, Ooh. and then you see the first part of the video, and he pulls the gun out, and I'm like, oh snap, this is America. Whoa, like this is where we going? Like we we going here, bro? Uh, all right. And for the next three four minutes, I'm just kind of caught in a time loop, like. I don't know how this ends, and the record is great. I mean, the the song is great. The video is captivating to say the least, jaw dropping. Um, it depicts America very, very vivid. And I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Now he got these think pieces. He ain't never cared about black people until now. I don't know. We like him. Da da da. He said this and that, and it's like, fam, really? I feel like every time we get somewhere. They try to bring us down, man. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but like, be that guy. I, Rob. I do feel guy. like sometimes it is convenient for certain people. Certain people do embrace their culture at funny times. Like, oh, it's cool to be conscious right now. It's cool to have a voice. It's cool to do this. Okay, I'll do this. Like, if not, I'll just do this. I was like, I'll just keep that to myself. And so, I mean, so, I mean, that's a valid point. Like, didn't he say something about the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter movement? I mean, so, I mean, he's had little brushings and things, but, I mean, we know me, I celebrate talent mostly, so. Like, he's, he's a talented guy. So, I mean, there are a few questions. No, I mean, I like again, the man. If we would just call him talent level, man, raps, sings, acts, directs, produces, and he's a comedian. Like he legit can do everything. So from a talent mm-hmm. standpoint, that's someone you need. And, um, I mean, from a mind standpoint, if you've ever, like, read his interviews or even watched his interviews, he, he can be very awkward. Um, and I feel like that's really the great people are, like, awkward. A lot I mean, of them are. I'm not, I'm not awkward. Jay-Z's a great, he's not awkward. No, but if you look at, like, people in Jay, Jay-Z's, in, you know, an exception. Like, I say all the good artists are short. Jay-Z would be an exception. Nas <laughs> is, like, six feet tall. You said who? Nas. Big's like 6'2". Big. I didn't know Nas was that tall. Jay, Drake, Cole. Busta Rhymes. And, and Bust, right? Look at all the other greats. The majority of them short. Who'd you say? Slim Thug, Texas legend. I mean, you could put 2 chains there too then. Put chains, real. Lloyd Banks. I would say another guy, but he's not really in favor right now. Who's the other guy? Yay? Fab. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm just saying the majority to me are short. Anyway, okay. I say all this to say, you look at Gambino and, and kind of study his interviews. Yeah, you know, I think the interview in the New Yorker, it made sense, but you can tell like his mind's in a different place. Like he's not the the typical black dude, the typical dude in general. What does that mean? No, I mean, <laughs> no, like if you, the that's what they stereotype off of. Like he's not, <laughs> he's not flamboyant. He's not, you know, street. He's he's not. This is what the stereotype. I'm not saying I agree with this. He's the typical he's black record. nerd. If you look at like how he goes about his life, his day to day, he's different, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. I just think that we limit ourselves to these certain ideologies. Like, obviously, all I'm seeing is a bunch of posts on Facebook or Twitter talking about, yeah, I ain't like as a black nurse before. Like, fam, I've watched anime since I was like nine, ten years old. Like, that didn't stop me from getting women. Exactly. Like, Tim Gohan is the greatest character ever, bro. <laughs> Don't no. you disrespect my man. Shout out to Piccolo. So, uh, um, I mean, I don't know, like... But, like, it's just like, I don't think, man, I mean, I think, like I said, I think it's telling us, I think people try to reach too much in these little think pieces. But, you know, that's the era we're in. We're in the era of hot takes and think pieces, so... Like, Kanye would be that. Lupe, like, there's a whole bunch of dudes. But... But Kanye's not weird. Kanye would be weird, bro. And it's crazy. The time he came Maybe. in, he was weird. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, like, weird for being okay. normal. And Donald Glover's a direct descendant of Kanye. No, Kanye, Donald Glover's not what you would call normal. <laughs> like he's he's the he's the an extreme version of what you would think Kanye was. Kanye wearing polo and everything. Yeah, that was out the norm at the at that time. But it was still hip hop adjacent, as it was rooted in being flashy. Donald Glover sits in Indian style of interviews, fam. That's a different type of weird. He's still a descendant of Kanye. Like he he speaks to the ideologies of what Kanye says. He just executes them better. He asked me. That's just me. <laughs> Currently, sure. I thought of that. I thought that in 2013. I thought because the internet was directly descended from Yeezus, just a um, better version. He just also doesn't have my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or big three like college dropout late registration and graduation so what are you saying here but does Kanye have a better song than Redbone I'm jo- I'm trolling, oh, trolling. I am trolling Rob before you go off I'm about to have you out here defending Kanye West <laughs> that's my homie well he was you still gonna listen to the album I'm not sure about that yeah okay I won't punish Pusha T and Tiana Taylor <laughs> Or Nas, or Nas. I even though he had some certain allegations around his name, but yeah, that stuff's wild. Too. <clears throat> I didn't. Um, I haven't seen much about it since the original story. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I enjoyed the video. I thought it was dope. I'm eager to what he's doing next because I know him and Ray Shrimmer going on tour. They're gonna be in DC in like September, so I might go see them. I'm debating. So yeah, you know, that's that. And in other news, the other big story, Wale though, self promotion. He's in a good space, I see. Man. He's in a great space. He hasn't missed all year. He said this is his last independent like project, which means I guess he signed to someone. We'll figure out what that means. 
soon. Um, salary cap and cashes. Those records are excellent. Body, body, body is just a summer anthem. Like that's probably what I'm playing in the podcast. That record's fire. Um, yeah, but he he's in a great space. I just the thing with Wale, I just want people to care. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't care, think people do. If people don't care, it's all it's all for nothing. Well, the reason why a lot of times people don't seem to care about Wale is because he doesn't right. fit. Well, obviously that I mean he's rubbed people the wrong way, but like also he doesn't fit the um, the narrative. Um, he's the wild card. I mean, you got the big three. Meek has the streets. Big Sean is the guy who's like trendy to say he's the next one to enter that next level. While he doesn't fit that, like he just does what he does, like dope stuff. But like it's hard to rank him. Kendrick or Drake fit that? Like we're in an era where you don't need you can be whoever you want to be, and you could fit that mold. I know they fit the the relationship. They fit the the way they said. When you look at rap, you see the consciousness and uh, you know the in your faceness of Cole, right? He's he's telling you his story. He's telling you the outlook of what he's saying. Last album, he's talking about the climate of the rap game. Uh, he's saying talking about you know relationships, you know how, the um, social media era. Like you see the big star that is Drake. He's the symbol. He's the symbolism of you know mainstream success. Kendrick is the rebel. He's the guy who's just going to go left when everybody else is going right. Those are the big three of rap right now. After that, you got Big Sean, who's always the next up. No matter what he drops, he's like, oh well, he's the next up. If Meek's Big got Sean's the album would have been great, I think he would have. It would be the Mount Rushmore instead of just the big. Yeah. Three. Yeah, well, if his last one with um, Metro Boom was dope. You said it was dope? No, I'm saying his if it was. No, I think if the album. You talking about I Decided? Yeah. That joke was good. It wasn't, it wasn't Dark Sky Paradise, though. Okay. Same when the last time Drake dropped Take Care? Nothing was the same. That's you, three, four albums ago. Mean this is too Stop. late. Stop. 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 <laughs> what a time to be Oh, gosh. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. Like, yeah, like... And then, like I said, there's no, there's not a lot of real street rappers who can actually, who's moving those units like Meek do. And Meek, so that's Meek in the streets. What does Wale do? What does Wale, what lane does Wale fit in? He's just a Wale. He's got different type of hits. Or he could be the poet. I mean, I don't... Who likes poetry? I like poetry. <laughs> Who openly likes poetry? <laughs> Women and me. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I don't, but I'm just saying. Like, Wale has a lot of, um, you know, Wale's come on to come on strong this year. Like, he's just produced a lot of content, man. And I think I think it's getting that undeniable. He's trying to reach that undeniable point where it's like you can't just you can't say I'm not nice. Like you can like it's to the point where you got it's like it's like LeBron's doing all getting all these accolades to the point where he's just saying. You can't say I don't deserve to be in this conversation. You can say you don't prefer my game. You can say you don't like me personally for whatever reason. But you can't say I don't deserve to be in this conversation. You can't say I don't deserve to be here. I'm LeBron James. I've got four rings, well, three rings, four MVPs. Like, 
three finals MVPs. Like he's like, you can't deny my greatness anymore. I think Wally's trying to get to that point where he's like, you can say, all right, we don't fuck with you because you're an asshole or you're weird or awkward. Like you're just a mere introvert or whatever you want to say. But you can't say you don't make I don't make great songs. No, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like Wale could break the mold. I just don't know if people will really care, dog. I mean, Wale, I mean, dog. Wale, the closest he's gotten to that superstardom level was Ambition. Because that was like the Maybach music signing. He was on Self Made One where he had all them big verses on them big records. Like... Ambition, me, 11-1-11-3, the mixtape was ringing out, and then he drops Ambition, loads Flower Bomb, goes crazy, like, Slight Work, another banger, Ambition, the song, like, that album was just dope, but then, like, people realized it wasn't cool to like him, they were like, hey, man, like, oh, were we supposed to hate this guy? It's hard. Man, I don't know. I don't even know what he can do. All we have to do is wait and see, I guess. But I think people like him in doses, and that's why these EPs work. Because I don't buy nothing. As great as it was, people didn't get the picture. The gifted, people said it was trash. Oh. The, the gift is almost like Jesus. Like I hear some people say, like this is just a great album, and other people be like, man, this is trash. No, the gift it was dope. He just never needs to work with Neo again. Other than that, I'm cool. <laughs> and then Sean, Sean was was I. It had that was a good joint, but it just was like it's like he dropped it thinking that he was loved by the mainstream audience. Like if he had the mainstream backing. Some of those records become hits. That should have been a mega hit. But like he forgot that people don't love him like they love Drake. They don't love him like they love Cole or Kendrick. And he don't have Kanye behind him like Big Sean do. Even though now, I mean that might be seen as a curse. But before <laughs> it was definitely a gift. Like yeah. like like I said, Meek has the streets. Like Meek has that following, like People believe in him. Wale is the weird one because no one, you can't pinpoint Wale's following. You can pinpoint Wale's great music. You can't pinpoint the exact following he's supposed to have. You're right. Like, people believe in J. Cole. They follow him. They love him. People champion also, Kendrick. His home base don't champion him like, like everyone That's else. That's what I'm saying. Do. Like, North Carolina, and you live there currently. I was there for school. To me, I can only count on one hand how many people I ever met while I was there who didn't like J. Cole. Yeah. So you got that. Drake got all of Canada, but I don't feel like anyone in Toronto talks bad about Drake. And if so, since they're in Toronto, ain't no one really checking for it. Meek exactly. run Philly, bruh. Meek exactly. run Philly the way, like, state property had Philly. Wait, cash. Yeah, like, Meek, Meek is the king of Philly. Yeah. And and Kendrick got the West. Big Sean got Detroit. Exactly. You got Shaq Lizzie saying he the king of D.C. It ain't no one saying nothing. Because so, he is. He's the king of the young niggas. Like, the problem with it is also, 
that like like I said, Wale was the godfather of DC. I don't think Wale's the king. Like Wale's the godfather of DC rap. Like he's like what Rakim and Kane are like for us. Like you yeah, Jay I mean Big was the king of New York when he was alive. Jay-Z became the king of New York. DMX was the king at a, at a time. But none of them were ever more revered, you know what I'm saying, than a Kane, Rakim. Everybody knew what they had contributed to that scene. Um, like I said, with Kendrick, like, how many people, how many other artists are coming out the West? Like, you got the West Coast, well, you got, like, LA, and then you got the Bay, which is YG. Like, you got oh. Nipsey, YG ain't but the bay, he's though. YG LA. but he's uh well I mean he's got mustard though mustard's L A they got they the got bay? the bay sound though they got way LA. more like the bay is like G E Z E forty but I'm uh, saying this, I'm talking about the sound oh okay more the sound like I say I'm not trying to get our West Coast listeners to be like hey no, no, no. you tripping. obviously we know YG bumped and all that we know that but I'm talking about the sound like his sound does not sound like Kendrick's at all. Kendrick sounds more in the vein, obviously with the Dr. Dre behind him. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, when you look at Wale, like, what what sound does DC have in rap? DC doesn't have a sound. Like, he was the first. Like, so now he's been there ten years almost. Like, it's time for new people, new generation, like, to come up and be young kings. But like Wally doesn't have a stable it's weird. Wally does not have a stable foundation. Like he's shown to get people behind him with things like no hands, bad, you know, the love hate thing, um, the body, the matrimony. You know, he's shown that he can get people like, oh man, he's got the hottest record right now. Or he's got a hot record, but like he's gotta come with undeniable heat to get that. Whereas other people could come with good songs and get pushed. All right. Like Big Song was on every radio station with that um I got the moves. Like Bounce Back was a good song. It was a cool it was a, like, it was a pretty good song. Moves is trash and that joint was still getting played. Facts. It, if Wally has a trash single, that's not it's getting maybe one day of play. And then everyone's like, alright, that's trash. Like, body, body, body should be a anthem. Yeah. Don't know if it will be, but it should be. Yeah, man. I mean, we'll see what happens with Wale. Before we get up out of here, two other, um, song or albums I want to talk about. Leon Bridges has his album called Good Thing. Rob, you like R&B. I like R&B. That album is dope. Ten records. That's a, that's something you should just check out. And then uh, Killer Calion, shout out Houston. Um, I've, I guess I've been a fan since his appearance on Spotlight, my favorite Wiz record on Cushion Orange Juice. And mm-hmm. he's, he dropped his album, and I really enjoy it, bro. It's called... Um, Candy paint and Texas plates. I like it. I mean, you got you got that Bun B. You got ASAP Rocky and Ferg on there. You got uh, Zero on here. 
Yeah, zeros on here. That's <laughs> oh God. Did I tell you one time I got in um got in a lift and I was talking to my girl I think and then but some my um music started playing out of nowhere you know like sometimes if you got an iPhone or whatever like when your music starts playing it'd be like for something from in the deep part of my library and all I hear is some Texas music and the driver goes oh you fuck with that Texas shit and I'm in my head like hell no <laughs> but like. <laughs> I'm like playing like an album cut from Mike Jones, so I was like, man, <laughs> let me just ride this one out. And um, like I said, like, when I thought I got off the phone with my girl, like I guess my phone got um this on the pocket. Anyway, I ended up playing the album cut of Mike Jones. I played some Slim Thug, then I played this Zero record. Like I put Zero in on Apple Music, and it's like Zero Essentials. So I'm playing the, the song that sounded, the title that sounded the most enticing. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like it might be a good record. I'm like, bro, why am I listening to Zero in a list? <laughs> Zero's all right, though. Like, I've always bro. respected Zero. My my brother told me, like, Zero was, like, dope. So I was like, bro. Like, oh, it's called Most of the Don. I was like, bro, come on, fam. Like, I don't care for no Zero. <laughs> but, like, it was just weird. Like, that was a weird ride. Because I felt like peer pressure made me play Houston music. <laughs> H-Town. So, Kelly, was from Houston? Yeah, he's from Houston. I never knew that. I just assumed he was from Pittsburgh because of the Wiz record. Nah, oh. he's from Houston. Oh, interesting. My favorite song by him is Carletta the Pimp C. So fire. It's not on the, the album, but that's my favorite Killer Calion record. Mm. Letter to Pimp C. But yeah, man, I think that's pretty much it. So let's do these shout outs so I can go and edit this podcast. No drop tomorrow. Um, shout out to, I don't know, man, just shout out to, to everybody, man. So love. Shout out to Jarrell, man. The whole mob. <laughs> Shout out to Jarrell because he's got a task in which our 10 year friendship lies. Okay, what? So, um, shout out to Jarrell for stepping up to the plate. Um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Shout out. Just mm, have a good time. Shout out to my brother T Pain. Anything else? That's it. That's it. Well, if you got this far, appreciate you for listening. Um, um, definitely shout you guys out. Shout out all the good music that's coming out, man. Um, I definitely appreciate all the good vibes and and stuff like that. Shout out to my day off. Um, shout out Chris Paul. He finally made the conference finals. That's big. Shout out to the Caps once again. Shout out to everyone that graduated on May 9th, whether it was 2015 or whatever year in your life. If you graduated May 9th, I salute you. We got something in common. This is definitely one of the greatest days of my life. Um, so feeling that I wouldn't mind, like, there's a few days in life I wouldn't mind reliving. Like, uh, what was it? When Obama was reelected in 2012, I could definitely go back to that date, though. Like, I could do that again and again. Mm-hmm. The first bonfire, I could do that again. <laughs> Maybe PCB year one, graduating. Uh, There's like certain moments where I'm like, you know what, today, today was a great day. Like, that was a great day. So, 
That definitely just kind of brings me back, man. Shout out Marcellus' birthday. I might give him a call. I called Phil yesterday, but he didn't pick up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day. Uh, unfortunately, Robert and I, we don't have our mothers with us. So if you have one, you know. Oh, Mother's nice. Day is somewhere? Where is it? When is that? It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, see, when you don't have one, man, you don't remember. <laughs> Oh, it's the second sad. Sunday in May every year. Yeah. So, I'll be the moms. You know, treat her right, treat her nice. Um, yeah, man, other than that, don't give in to peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're going to play that body, body, body record and the podcast. So, without further ado, let's play that. Until the next time, man. <laughs> hey, let's fuck around. Yeah. Body, 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 body. Yeah, I'ma need that right on me. Ha. Yeah, let's have some fun. Uh, that body, 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 body. Yeah, I'ma need that right on me. Hold up. Pick it up, she drop it low. I pick it up, she drop it low. I pick it up, she drop it low. I pick it up, uh, that body, 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 body. I'ma need that right on me. Look, that body, 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 body. I'ma need that right on me. Oh, now in my bag though. Look, I got love for you, be a cup for you. A couple times just having a cuff on it. I never loved women, ain't had a time now. And since I had a baby girl, I'm in my vibe now. Who gon' fuck with us? One of the realest niggas. I got a million from Nima from being independent. Feel it, fear of God. Zipper on, Jayla, Renzo, dog. Let me get like five, right? Uh, Valorant season, nigga, stop sleeping. Early morning, hear the sermon, I be plot speaking. Sweet pussy, sat days like a cat speak. Never, ever, ever kidding, bitch, I don't play. Tell these mad rappers, I'm a leader, John Blaze. Stupid ass nigga, that was a rapper. The Mason. Remember the days, Harlem world, all the girls. Jealous guys still around in there, you know what? Shawty, 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 shawty. Yeah, but he low, but it's one from me. Did you ain't hear me? I said, I said, shawty, 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 shawty. But he's low, but it's one from me. I'm gonna get a goddamn day. Yeah, flows and flows that float, they don't miss. Boats and hoes, my little brother, big bit. John Wallen Hard and my dogs and Palmer Park Put balls on your posse, impossible is nothing I'm living it up, India soul And shawty look like India love I'm India love, I'm into your mind, into your vibe It's into your stomach and one day it gets you to shine Yo. The old album title Was so-so with the sales, but did it without a writer Somebody want a problem with us Better buy a Bible, a rifle, and hire A fire-ass NASCAR guy to drive Yeah, I'm on my earn hard shit With my young niggas to earn y'all shit Niggas think I ain't got the word out shit Man, I know the little niggas that's serious shit I pull up in the ghost at the carry out, bitch Niggas never know about my whereabouts, bitch Somewhere in Carroll City, a carousel with me Meaning so many horses is like a marathon, bitch Body, 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 body Can I get my cheap pop, please? Do it for my PYT They fuck with me, that's why I'm struggle free. Yeah. They dropping off, I pick it up. They falling off, I'm fucking up. The fuck 
your charts. They fucking up, cause I ain't on them. Me and Bonnie gon' see what's up. Right, I hope my woman ain't scorn. She see me on that title, so her entitlement gone. I ain't finding no wife, and that's probably cause of myself. Heaven knows mental health is a detriment to my wealth, nigga. Inshallah, let me rock. Shout out to Rockville, I was out in Lake Park. Up in Mark Twain with the Savage. All my friends crazy, my bitches was the baddest. Iceberg shit, you thought I was one brother. Shit ain't been the same since the sign of one brother. Double up the hate, all the shade, all the money. I'm trying to find a way to all the mama, little daughter. Shout out to Baltimore, you ain't know it's like a war. Young niggas dying, they trying to weather the storm. The shine niggas shoveling snow to weather the storm. I'm tired, niggas die. Nah, nah, but they go. Nah. Body, body, body's body. Another black man dead in the street. Hey, hey, look. Bodies, 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 bodies They just don't like my people Black lives still matter to me One time, yeah. They dropping up, I'm picking up They dropping up, I'm picking up They dropping up, I'm picking up Hey That body, 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 body What he love?